What is up, everyone, and welcome back to our Slab Stocks Sundays episode. My name is Aaron, one of your hosts, joined by Nate. As always, as we are looking at the weekly auction number 66 here on PWCC, uh, every Sunday we go live looking at the auction, talking about different cards, debating different cards, bidding on different cards, sometimes selling different cards, and uh, I'm excited for tonight's episode. We got some fun stuff to talk about. I'm excited to have all of you here back again. Gabriel says, Slab Stocks needs to put some respect on Cody Bellinger's name. Pass. Hey. You said pass. Yeah. <laughs> no, uh, Bellinger no, has been amazing. Been, what? Cody Bellinger has been amazing. As I say, I think it might have been last week, Sunday, that we are actually talking about you know his, his good start, which seems to have only turned even better. Nate, he's already at 1.2 war. Yeah, he's playing good defense, hitting bombs getting on base so i saw some dodger fans pretty salty about not spending the uh you know 15 million or whatever it was on one year to see if he can figure it out do you think mm-hmm. he would have been able to figure it out in in uh in la or do you really need a change of scenery after a couple not great years in a row i mean we've seen it before right change of scenery always helps uh guys like this so i'm not i'm not shocked that this is happening i wish it wasn't for the sake of the brewers but I'm not shocked this is happening. A lot of times I feel like you stay with the same team and it doesn't go well. So uh, I don't think he would have been playing like this with the Dodgers. Definitely. Um, Kevin, good evening to you. Tim, what's up? DJ Quicksilver. Silva, excuse me. Um, Joel, what's up to you? And Spider says, I'm selling two cards. Can you please help me and shout them out? Yes, we can. The first one is an Eloy Jimenez. Let's see which one it is. Here it is the PSA 10 70th first, or not first, but it's a it's the Bowman Chrome Auto, his first autograph uh, PSA 10 right there. So if anyone's looking to get on Eloy Nate's uh, player that he will never diss on ever, uh, there True. there he is. Um, hey, he had and, a, he had a bomb the other night. So oh, did he? Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Come back. Uh, <laughs> and then also Alex Rodriguez 1994 SP Hollow. Ooh, that's a big one. Hollowville Red. That's a rookie PSA 10 on a die cut there. It's at $1,075. Those are Spiders cards, everyone. If you are looking to get in on some baseball, either A-Rod or Eloy, you know where to go. Uh, Spider has got those two cards. Sometimes if you want to support someone in the Slab Stocks uh, Sunday's community, that is how to do so. And anyone else selling anything tonight, feel free to drop in a couple of your cards into the chat, and we will pull them up throughout tonight's episode. Um, and what is up, Hank? I hope you had a good time at the Minnesota show this weekend. Anyone else was at the Minnesota show, I could not be there as I was in the Toronto sh- or at the Toronto show. Uh, that was a fun time back? indeed. What did you say? When did you get back? I got back Saturday night. Last night we uh, dr- drove back from Chicago airport, got back around 9 p.m. Um, was pretty tired today, not going to lie. A lot of walking over the weekend, but it was, it was a great time. Everyone's so nice. This show's awesome. And uh, got big PC uh, Keandre Miller uh, pickup, which was great. And um, what's up, Jordan? I hope you had a good time, Minnesota. What what did you think of the show, Jordan? Please give us a short review in the chat. We'd love to make it to the next one. Uh, what's up, Tom? And Pete says, I have a few I'd like to highlight if possible. Fernando Tatis. Nate, he's back, right? Tell us about Fernando Tatis's first two games. Um, well, I, I saw his first game. He didn't do anything. Um, I did not look since that point. It appears he – oh, he already has a home run. <laughs> Woo! So – one home run, two hits, four strikeouts. I haven't seen today's game. Uh, let's see here. Well, D back or Padres won seven to five. They won three out of four against the Diamondbacks. I saw that. Tatis won for five. 
I saw he's over five in his first game, so it's nice to see him at home run. Tatis Pink, BGS 10 refractor rookie debut right here um, is, I believe that this is the number 54, right? Yeah, it is. It is. Uh, this is Pete's right there, so go check that if you want. And then also the Gold Ichiro rookie number out of 100 PSA 10. It's got to be a pretty large card, eh? Let's see. Um, this one, the rookie of the year bonus. Yes, this is it. This is the other card, Pete's. That's a really cool looking card. I like that a lot. It's got the big Mariners logo with uh, kind of like a gold bullseye action going around it. Really cool. Um, very nice rookie there. Pop two. Uh, if anyone's looking for Ichiro, that is where you can go to help out Pete. And then also Kobe Bryant. We'll do one last here for Pete, or for Pete, and then we will get on with today's topic. But Kobe Bryant, as always, extended bidding starts at 9 p.m. Central Time. You can bid on anything throughout the window. Uh, yes, there's actually quite a bit of Kobe Bryant cards in time, so I'll have to get this a little bit more refined. But there is a sick Kobe, Jordan, and Kevin Garnett triple. Oh, that card is so awesome. Really cool card indeed. Uh, we got the upper deck gold numbered out of 25 BGS 9.5 here at 170. That is also Pete. So if you like Kobe, want to add a numbered Kobe to your collection, number out of 25 from early years. That's pretty not bad. Uh, Jordan says the show is packed. I give an eight out of 10, mostly low to mid end. Uh, that's actually really, really good to hear that it's packed. I, you know, that's where I started going to card shows was in Minnesota and I heard this is pretty much the biggest show they've ever had, uh, there so far. So that's cool to hear. I really wish I could have gone and I will hopefully make the f- next one. Uh, there. Hey, hey, Aaron, before we begin, yep. scale of 1 to 10, how depressing the Bucks are right now? I would put it at like a 7 because it'd be a 10 if Giannis was in. It's a 7 because I'm very depressed we didn't keep the same game plan from game 2 to game 3. I don't understand how Brick goes from 6 paint touches in game 1, 15 in game 2, back to 6 in game 3. Doesn't make any sense to me. You have to run the same game plan if Giannis is out. We won 2 in a row against the Hawks using the same game plan. With Brooke in the middle, I don't know why it changed. It seemed like we started to press Nate. We always, when when this team without Giannis gets down by like 8 to 13 or whatever that range is, it's just like, Chuck, everyone just chuck. There's no game plan Oh, anymore. it's so frustrating when you get guys that are just coming down the floor and just chucking contested threes. And it's like, you're not going to, I mean, the one game we made 25 threes. That wasn't going to happen again. But Yeah, but we also started inside out, though. We yeah, we did. It's just, it's frustrating that... And it's not just the Bucks, right? It's just super frustrating that we get all the way down to the end of the year, we're finally healthy, and then it's Giannis getting injured. Or for the Heat, it's Tyler Hero getting injured. Or for the Clippers, it's Kawhi Leonard getting injured. You know, it's like, man, you do all this, and and Giannis landed on his back. There's nothing you're going to do about that. No load management is going to save you from landing on your back. But yeah. you do all this load management all year to keep guys healthy for the playoffs, and what have we found? And... and- Guess who scored the most points in the playoffs so far and who played the most games? Devin Booker? Well, Anthony Edwards. I, oh. Devin Booker might have passed Anthony Edwards after that last game maybe, but but Anthony Edwards had the most points in the playoffs through three games, I think, or two games at least, and he played almost every game this year, except for one, I think. Yeah. Uh, maybe two. So, yeah, I mean, man, I, I really hope – I hope that Giannis has a massive game. I, I can't see how he doesn't play in game four. You know, going down 3-1, anything can happen at that point where you just have one other bad game and you're out. So you, we really got to win that next game, game four. And then I, I think we're going to go on if we win game four and, and, and move on. But next game's hypercritical tomorrow night. All right, moving on to our discussion for the night. If you look at the title, we are going to be talking about some modern versus vintage cards. Now, I want to preface uh, this discussion with neither Nate nor I um, are a uh, vintage uh 
not even, I would say, knowledgeable in any way, shape, or form from like a very particular perspective. We know some of the sets. We know, obviously, the older players. But like, there's nothing here that that I'm going to sit here and say, oh, yeah, I know all this information on vintage cards. This is mostly a, a fun, open discussion on like, we mostly collect modern cards, as I'm sure a lot of you do, too. If you collect vintage in here, I really would appreciate any extra information you can share on the cards we're looking at. Um, and I think it's just fun to look at some of the modern cards and which ones Nate and I would actually say, no, we wouldn't buy the modern card in this situation. We'd take the vintage card. Um, and I put up a few different uh, comparisons that we'll talk about and look at for tonight. So that's what we'll do for the first uh, 20 minutes or so of the show. And then, of course, we'll get on to some bidding and looking at which cards are ending and pick out some cards for giveaways um, and everything like that. Uh, looks like uh, Scott says, to answer the title question, uh, it says, would you rather have modern or vintage sports cards? Scott says, I'd rather have mo- modern, but to troll the question, vintage, junk, wax, era, randos. Uh, you'd have a lot of uh, fire starter at that point, I think. Um, project how this functions. Is it too late to sell Mason Miller? Is this a uh, joke about my two PC players, Mason Mount and Keandre Miller? Um, either way, uh, if it is Mason Mount, no. is that a baseball player? Uh, A's pitcher. Okay. I was going to say funny. It looks like it's a, it's trying to troll me. Uh, okay. A's pitcher. Go ahead, Nate. Um, yeah, he's just an A's pitcher that pumps, pumps absolute gas. D3 college pitcher uh, that is now up on the A's. Kind of maybe a little bit of an unexpected call up, but he pumps, pumping 99, 100 in there in his start. I think he threw... 4.1, 4.2 innings, gave up a couple runs, but not too many. Had a, maybe five strikeouts, but looked impressive. But if we're talking pitchers here and unexpected call-ups, I do think that the best day to have sold your Mason Millers would have been call-up day. I saw a lot of people making, specifically on like checkoutmycards.com, like the people that have like the random Mason Millers that they buy and then just sitting there at a price and then all of a sudden it gets popped, right? So. Got it. Garrett says a Kyle Tucker red Bowman Chrome auto would be awesome to have from PWCC. And right here, Garrett is that? the red refractor auto of Kyle Tucker, BGS 9.5. Uh, super awesome. Gabriel says another win last night for 36-year-old Wayne Miley. Are we crowning him? Well, considering – dude, did you watch today's game? I didn't get to watch it, but you better believe I was following along. So when it's 4-3 going into the eighth inning and it's 12-4 exiting the eighth inning – that doesn't leave a great taste in your mouth. Now, I will say, at this point, I don't expect much from Matt Bush or uh, Guerra. So, like, I'm not – those are the two guys that pitched the inning. I'm not shocked by the outcome. Okay. So, it's it's we shouldn't be concerned about something. They're, they're not our top good. bullpen arms. But we <laughs> have to use those guys from time to time in close games because of, you know, how many times we use our Peter Strzleckis and our Devin Williamses of the world. Right, right. Um, all right, we're going to take a few more questions here after we do this first uh, comparison so we can jump into the topic. Then we'll get back to the question there from Joel. Uh, first up, Nate, Julio, Julio Rodriguez, Allen and Ginder, Superfractor Auto, PSA 10. I believe this was pulled at IndyCar Exchange. Uh, now, this is from the A&G Chrome set. So this would be, Nate, where we sat and talked about the Wanders a few weeks ago, all the different one-on-ones. To me, this fits into the discussion of, like, how many more one-on-ones I like it, have? though. You like it, though. Yeah, I think it's a good looking. I think it's a good looking card. Okay, so there's a lot of one of ones that are just kind of crappy looking cards. Yeah, I I like the Allen and Ginter, um, and I like the the. Honestly, they could get rid of the regular Allen and Ginter and just go to a Chrome Allen and Ginter, and I would like it. You know, got you. So we got that A and G Superfractor PSA ten or 
a PWCC E, which is in the top 15% of IPO for the certain grade of Hank Aaron rookie PSA five. So the Hank Aaron rookie is currently like $1,500 or a thousand dollars less, $1,300 less than the Julio. Nate, is this Hank Aaron enough for you to say Julio super factor one of one? I'll forget about you because I think 10 years from now, maybe people don't care about an ANG Chrome super factor. What are your thoughts there? It's like, is this vintage card enough for you to say no to the fun modern card where you can, as someone pointed out, uh, where was that? Someone said, uh, oh, Cree Jazz says, modern is more fun because you get to watch them play. Yeah. And like 10 years down the line, this will go up in price. But like Julio, that Julio card could obviously explode. Now, Julio is not playing great right now, though. Watching him against the Brewers, like he hit into a lot of hard outs. So it's not it's a little bit deceptive, some of his stats. Um ah, this is tough. Because my heart of heart says I should choose the Hank Aaron. But we are talking about a card that I do kind of like the look of on card auto of one of the top young players in baseball. Gonna be on the Mariners his entire career. Man, I oof, you you're this is tough. I think I have to go with the Julio, even though I'm embarrassed to say it. <laughs> He's embarrassed to say it. And a Jay Nice card says that the crazy story is that the guy that pulled the one of one Julio from Indie Card Exchange, shout out to Andy and the team over there, also pulled the one of one Trout out of a second box of ANG. That's crazy. Now, uh, that is just like all the stars aligning for you. That's nuts. Uh, for me, I, I got to disagree with Nate. Now, this is also kind of a gimme for me. This is like one of my favorite cards of all time. Uh, this is the card I never saw in my collection. I actually just sent my cross grade to SGC last week, so I'm excited to see what that result is. But uh, I had a PSA 3. Hopefully, it turns into SGC 3 or better. We'll see. But um, I, I, I can't say no to this card. There's I, definitely no way. And also, the color's amazing on this one. It looks so good. I have a question for you, Aaron. Yes, sir. PSA 10, Immaculate Patch Auto, number to 34, Giannis rookie or something like that or a psa 10 hank aaron which one would you choose oh well you just gave me a psa 10 there's only like two of them the hank aaron would sell for like 10 million dollars now i'm just i'm just saying regardless of price okay well the pro the problem is is that i'm going to take the hank aaron because there's only two psa 10s if you said psa 9 from like uh oh i just get to have one in my collection i probably take the Giannis because i know i can go and find a lot of other lower grades for really cheap you know, if it's like a, but the, I'm splitting hairs here. It's just the fact that like the PSA tens are so rare. I think Nat Turner owns one of them with the Hank. Um, it's less than the Mickey Mantles. There's three Mickey Mantle PSA tens. There's only two Hanks. But well, I uh, guess yeah. at what point? At what point do we say ignore the, you know, ignore the financial implications at all and just the card? Like, would you choose Giannis, who I'm assuming oh. is your favorite athlete of all time? there's no doubt that Giannis is my favorite athlete of all time. It's just the, the, the thing about the Hank Aaron for me is like, I've been looking for that card since I was like 10 in my first show in Minnesota. So like that card's always going to be more to me than like pretty much any other card. Um, if you tr took any other Jackie Robinson cards, I probably took the Giannis, you know, Jackie's my second favorite vintage card. Uh, but I, I mean, that, now that's putting me in a rock in a hard place. I did, you just did me way more dirty than I did you with that Julio super fracture. I know you like super fractures and Julio. <laughs> True. All right, let's jump to uh, Joel's question really quick for you. Uh, what do you think of Adolis Garcia, who went five for five with three home runs uh, two days ago or yesterday? And yep. then uh, James Outman. I don't even know who James Outman is. Honestly. So James Outman is yet 
another in the long line of Dodgers random players not coming out of nowhere technically because he has been good in the minors for a, a while um putting up putting up you know 800 plus OPSs like every single year but you know another in the long line of Dodgers prospects just being really good uh and he is really good on the year um in fact he is hitting 314 with a 407 on base 714 slugging three home run or seven home runs three triples and a double in the early going which is crazy um so james outman is a stud as for adolis garcia what's interesting about him i i wouldn't want to buy him per se um, but what's interesting is Jimbo and I were just talking on Ding Cornish the other day, and he's like, Cardinals never lose trades. I'm like, Cardinals never lose trades. Randy Arozarena, Cardinals trade. He's killing it right now. Adolis Garcia, Cardinals trade. Zach Gallen and Sandy Alcantara were in the same trade for Marcelo Zuna. Dude, Gallen's so good. I saw his like recent like stat. Yeah. And Sandy Alcantara won the Cy Young last year. <laughs> They got fleeced. Yeah. So any for every for every Nolan Arenado, which was the Rockies, so it doesn't count. There's also a bunch of trades from the Cardinals where it's like, ooh, they'd like to have that one back. Yeah, I got you. Um, I just sent the question in the chat: Julio, Superfractor, or Hank, rookie? Which would you take? Let us know in the comments. And also, Tony points out, Nate. I'm sure you saw this. Wrexham got promoted. They ended with the most points, oh, I think. Oh, I did. In- have you watched Welcome to Wrexham yet? So I, I still have my only first couple episodes and I got, I got to go. I got to send them working on the Ted Lasso new season right now. Dude, so next Ted Lasso doesn't even matter compared to. You can't, to okay. And I can't talk cause I haven't seen all the Wrexham yet, but man, Ted Lasso is, is money. Have you seen the new season at all? Any yeah, we're making our way through it. Okay. It is good. I, I, it's enjoyable, but, but all I'm saying is Ted Lasso is fake. It's fi- fictional. All right, all right. And welcome to Wrexham is real. <laughs> Well, I'm glad that Wrexham has gotten you into uh, into some soccer support. That's for sure. Ooh, we don't talk about Arsenal, though. What's going on there? They uh, just dropped more points to Southampton. Uh, Chelsea didn't play this weekend, so my weekend was actually pretty good. The postponed match because of the Man U and the uh, in the Manchester or in the FA Cup semifinal. Uh, so Tony says, "Does Wrexham promotion mean that we can expect Wrexham and Tops and Panini EPL products next year? What will this? What will?" Will that be the first time ever in the pride, Tony? So there's still three divisions off of hitting the Premier League. So from like a current set perspective, they couldn't make it into any. However, Fanatics being the massive licensing behemoth that they are, I would be utterly shocked if they aren't already trying to sign Wrexham to a single card set deal. I would be utterly shocked if they if there won't be a Wrexham standalone set. They do it with so many different teams already. Why not do it with Wrexham? That'd be a gonna, massive marketing. Gonna need Rob McElhenney to get a car, an auto in there so I can buy that, add it could to you, my Charlie day. Can you imagine a Ryan and Rob dual auto Nate in that? Like with them holding up the trophy together. I don't need Ryan Reynolds in that card. I know you don't. I'm just saying from like a selling perspective. No, that, that would be right. massive. That would be massive. But I also have no idea how much it would cost to get Ryan Reynolds to sign cards for you. Probably. Yeah, I mean, I imagine they get a few, a few of them and they pay, pay him nice. I mean, Fanax has got a lot of, a lot of hopefully a lot to spend yeah. on those licensing deals. Also, sorry about this camera. Is my camera flickering for you? It, it is flickering a little bit. Yeah. Um, I'm just going to unplug this real quick and plug it back in. So, all right. He's probably going to explode and, and never come back. So, all right. Uh, moving on to our next one here. And Jim's all on that Knicks train. They did uh, have a big win against the Cavs. They go up three to one. It says Knicks will go into the finals if the Heat do their job. This round, Nate. I don't know if you're back here. Or can hear me, but Jim, I can hear you. 
Jim just conceded that if the Bucs advanced against the Heat, the Bucs would be in the finals. He doesn't believe in the Knicks enough to say the Knicks will be in the finals or the Bucs. He's not really a fan. Wow. <laughs> Fake fan. <laughs> Fake fan. Uh, and yeah, Gabriel, I do like Ryan Reynolds a lot. Uh, Nate's just a hater. Uh, Deadpool is one of my favorite movies. Uh, and uh, I guess Nate's just a serious hater over here. No, I just I just want my Rob McLaney, uh I know. I know. Go with Charlie Day. I'm I'm just messing with you. Yeah, that would be a thing. He's got to get a Dane DeVito, huh? Um, oh. All right. Next up. Next up. We're not going to spend a whole lot of time on this one just because uh, I know that we can get a lot more uh, discussion out of the baseball ones with the whole crew. But uh, there is a quite a solid debate here between a Pele SGC4. Uh, this is, you know, the the rookie from 1958. It's not the uh, the Alifa but it's a pretty, pretty big one here. It's the uh, uh, Colachao, I think it's pronounced. It's at $5,250, but it's like matching the price of the Messi Mega Cracks PSA 8. Uh, to me, this isn't a debate in my mind. Be, and a lot of people maybe say I'm stupid if you're a vintage collector, but just because like what Messi means to the current generation, I know Pele is a legend, like massive global icon for the last however many years and was super massive at the time. I just didn't grow up watching him. I just think there's going to be more people who will be collecting Messi into the future than Pele. Uh, for probably some obvious reasons, you know, just won a World Cup, completed football, uh, most Ballon d'Ors ever, probably will win another one this year. And uh, I just think the Mega Cracks is more iconic card than this specific one because, you know, uh, the the of Legate just sells for so much more than that one. Is it better? All right. Uh, yes, it's all better. Zips card says, listening to Nate's baseball content has got me into Bowman. I love it. I got to say, Nate put in some massive work for us in the past few well, actually, a long, a, a, a lot of work, but in the past few days specifically, getting ready for 2023 Bowman. Uh, if y'all are daily slab subscribers, you see a lot of different links come through on PWCC auctions. Well, yesterday or this morning, you would have received our Bowman baseball cheat sheet, 2023 Bowman baseball cheat sheet. Nate tiered 26 different prospects, I think it was, into four different tiers and listed all the different teams in the product and all the different autos you can get of all the different teams and the, and the amount of autos. And tons of people, hundreds of people are reading that today, learning about the new product coming out. So be sure to go subscribe to the Daily Slab at slabsocks.com because it will be in tomorrow morning's email as well or cheat sheet. Yes, Nate. One slight deceptive thing there is that a lot of teams got listed for one one extra auto because there is a massive booklet. Oh, really? So there's a lot of teams on it, but it's still a chance at it. So I listed it. But uh, yeah, there's a booklet with like 20 different dudes on it. Jackson Turo is on it. Oh, is he? Yeah. Awesome. But yeah, that Bowman cheat sheet is going out uh, tomorrow morning. Again, it'll be going out for the next couple weeks straight. And uh, make sure to sign up for our newsletter to receive that for sure. Uh, Nate, we have a question here before we go on to the next one for baseball about Arenado last week. That red auto sold for $35,000. You think someone overpaid for that? Yeah, I don't know. Because it has the... Has the um... Has the posy ended up on a uh, card ladder yet? Um, the posy, oh, the orange one or the red? The PSA nine, the red or the orange? The red. See, so the the posy hasn't shown up on the card ladder graph yet. So I'm 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 curious if that one got paid for or not. And then I, you know, I, I it's tough to say until until I see the thirty five thousand dollars. And a check, you know, a check mark by it. This has been paid. I uh, I don't know I what to make bear. of it, but that does seem like a lot of money. But also, you know, Nolan Arenado, um, 
if you look at his career war, he's probably going to end up being a Hall of Famer. He's at 52.6, something pretty drastic. Just on defense alone, he'll probably get 260, even if he doesn't hit the rest of his career. So, uh, Nate, the, the PSA 9 Red Auto at 45K was paid for. Was it? Yeah, it just yes, showed, it hasn't showed up on card later yet. I, I know. I don't know why it hasn't, but PWCC in their sales history, it doesn't show payment pending anymore. Okay. Um, and then the air now does show payment pending, but that also just sold in last week's auction, so that still could get paid for. Yeah, because it has another week. Yeah. Um, If that does get paid for, it's like, I, I don't know. I mean, it's a lot of money. He is a Hall of Famer. He is one of the best defensive third basemen of an entire generation. And people spend a lot of money on guys that are a lot worse than him and are going to have a lot worse careers. All right, Nate, I'm really going to get you going on this next debate, okay? And also, Color Match Collect. Nate, did you bring up the Jackson Churio Otani thing on Dane Corners podcast? Yeah. Oh, I you did. did? Okay. Because yeah. I'm like, is this uh, Jared from Milwaukee here? Because he's the one who gave me the idea to then talk to you about it. I was like, wow, that's so weird that someone's randomly brought that up. I, I just, look, so my reasoning, my reasoning is nothing's a guarantee, Right. For people listening on podcasts, the context is that we're talking about trading Jackson Churio and possibly others for Otani for three months. Yeah. Nothing is a guarantee. So if you trade, if you trade Otani and you guarantee yourself a World Series victory, that's one thing. But if you meekly bow out in the first round and you lose six years of Churio or seven, um, and Churio is not a guarantee, but like Jimbo was talking about the sales of jerseys and stuff. The sales of Churio jerseys for six years would also be massive. Calling him up at the age of 20 would be massive, you know? Um, so, like, it, it goes both ways where it's – we're not talking about a 21-year-old number one overall prospect. We're not talking about a 22-year-old number one overall prospect. We're talking about a kid who just turned 19 is playing double-A. Is he struggling in double-A? Sure. Sure, he is struggling in double-A. But there's, like, a difference – in Churio and what he would bring to a Brewers organization compared to if you, you know, have a Riley green from the Tigers or something, you know, he's not hitting like 300 with like a 1000 OPS, but he's not off to like a start that I guess you'd be like, Oh man, this guy's not going to recover from this. It's not that bad. Churio. Yeah. It's not great, but well, he's striking out a lot, but also people got to remember that he's five years younger than the league average. So yeah. it's it's like if you have a 709 OPS as a 19 year old in double A and you're five years younger than league average, I'll take it. Before moving on to the next thing for context, I know neither are a guarantee. It's not a guarantee you make the World Series with Tony. It's not a guarantee that Trey becomes a you know number one prospect star for the Brewers. Man, if I it was really have trade Sal Freelick and Joey Weimer and I'm I'm not saying that I'd do it. I'm I just would... saying it'd be a hard I'd have a hard time saying no to watching Otani at Brewers jersey for any measure. It'd just be so fun, Nate. Yeah, but there's a there's a there's a there's a there's a line, right? Like <laughs> I would trade Sal Freelick, Joey Weimer, Bryce Terang. But I don't think I can stomach trading Jackson Churro, even though I know he's not a guarantee because of his youth and upside. We haven't had upside like this. We've had upside yeah. like Sal Freelick. I get what you're saying, right? This is the first in Brewers history that yeah, we've had this. Um, all right, on to the next one. Nate, I think you're going to have a fun time with this one. We got Wander Franco, Bowman Chrome, Blue Refractor, Autograph Out 150, 95 here. It's at three grand right now. Uh, and then the one that we're going to talk about is this 1956 SGC7 Roberto Clemente. This is also an E 
uh, PWCC IPL top 15%. It's at $4,300. Now, the reason why this is so crazy, the last sale of this card was, uh, you know, different marketplace, not the PWCC IPL. It was $2,000. This one's over double. Before buyer's premium, it's over double. So, Nate. Yeesh. Is this card, this, I know you like Roberto Clemente, this perfectly centered Roberto Clemente 56, enough for you to say, I don't need that Wander Blue Refractor upside? Yeah, I think so. Like, we're not, talking, we're not talking one-on-one here. Like, the one-on-one Julio is what got me. On-card auto Julio one-on-one um, from an actually decent set. We're not talking a random crap set. Um, but this is a, a very nice Roberto Clemente and with everything that happened to him and, and the, you know, ending on 3000 hits, exactly. Uh, just cool. 3000 hits. Exactly. Yeah. I didn't know it. <laughs> it's crazy. Wow. It shouldn't uh, have. Now, can the Wisconsin I and you deny this Jared Kelnick red refractor auto rookie PS one second, Aaron, I'm going to go check outside. Cause I think I hear thunder. Okay. <laughs> Is there a problem with the thunder? We don't get thunderstorms. That doesn't happen in Washington? No. What do you mean? The kid just heard thunder like he has never heard seeing a thunderstorm in his life. Um, (laughs) CC says, great seeing you at the Sports Card Expo in Toronto. Do you pick up any hockey cards? CC, nice to see you. Uh, Well, I don't know if you're saying great seeing me like – it's cool that I was up in Toronto or if I actually met you there, CC. If I met you, nice to meet you. If not, uh, yes, it was very fun up there. And yesterday, I picked up some hockey cards. Cole Caulfield, Young Guns, Keandre Miller, Exquisite RPA, uh, 79 big PC pickup. A couple of ours, Steven Stamkos, Iron Card, Rookie Auto. Uh, Nate, Nate, you got to talk to me here, dude. You lived in Wisconsin your whole life until now. And now you see a thunderstorm. You actually saw a freaking pig flying. Correct. Dude, I love thunderstorms. If you grew up in Wisconsin, you just love thunderstorms. It's the best. I do, but Suitcase Murphy says thunders all, all the time in Washington. Not in Spokane. <laughs> I don't think we had a single thunderstorm last year after I moved here. <laughs> so <laughs> maybe maybe on the other side of the mountains in Seattle, but in Spokane, we have not had a lot of thunderstorms or anything like that. Uh, uh, just to make it clear, I'm also taking this Clemente. Things freaking amazing. 56 tops is one of my favorite sets. Probably my favorite vintage such set a good, ever, honestly. Such a good set. It's great. Uh, Matt Murray says, you can't trade those three guys. They, along with Garrett Mitchell, will make the Brewers a World Series contender for five years, bro. I feel so bad about Mitchell maybe missing his whole year, man. And that's the other thing. You know, the, the Bucks lose Giannis, and it's like, well, this stinks. But the Brewers are doing well. And then all of a sudden, it's like, okay, well, Luis Arias is on the 60-day DL. Corbin, or Brandon Woodruff is on the 60-day DL. Uh, Garrett Mitchell is going to miss the entire season. Aaron Ashby's missing the entire season. Sal Freelick, who we would have called up if we could have, goes on the IL with a thumb injury. I'm frustrated. Yeah, I agree. And See, uh, Tony, uh, real, got a quick, quick, real quick, yeah. for people that don't live in Washington, I'll have a little. I'll give you a little geography lesson uh, because there's a lot of oh, it thunders all the time, it rains all the time. It does in Seattle. That side of Washington and the Spokane side of Washington are essentially two different states. Spokane, more like Oregon. Spokane is well, well. It did rain in Oregon a lot when I was there. Yeah, Spokane is um, now it does rain during the spring and stuff, but it gets really, really hot in the summer. It gets very dry. It doesn't rain. Doesn't thunderstorm. Um, it rains some in the spring. 
but it, it well, is it is there's a there's a, a people think of washington spokane is not that look at look at nate lives there for for 13 months or nine months and and ends up being a meteorologist can probably go on tv right now and give you the full breakdown it's true <laughs> Man, he's losing two out three to the Sox. That is rough. One of what's rough is being a Cowboys, Red Sox, Chelsea fan, and also Michigan State. <laughs> I don't know how that one works still, Manny. <laughs> Just give me a hard time. Uh, yeah, he's a Red Sox fan and Cowboys fan. Oh, and Color Match Collect says, when did, or S Prince Labs, uh, when did Mitchell get hurt? Did you answer that? No. Yeah, yeah, he, he, uh, dislocated his shoulder essentially, and also, uh labrum damage on a on a slide into third it didn't even look like it i saw it live didn't even look like whoa it. that's right we have we've had this conversation with matt before haven't we yep yep matt says my cousin jay cousins just got called up from nashville tonight he's flying to milwaukee tomorrow morning and joining the team which is wild because that means that he's a some type of removed cousin from kirk cousins uh also well no well Different sides of the family. I think we've yeah we've discussed yeah, I'm that before. I already um, classified that. But uh, you know what that means? If Jay Cousins is getting called up, either somebody's moving to a long stint IL, somebody else is going on the IL, or Corbin Burns. No, or um, we're releasing like a Javi Guerra or something because he stunk today. I don't know what. <laughs> he stunk possible uh all right next up we got trey turner super fractor finest one of one auto bgs 9.5 nate this thing sold for seven grand uh last september and now here it is getting auctioned off uh now it's a 2600 but uh that card or it did sell on a best offer though so yeah i i, I got you uh that card or it's actually on the next page Where is it? Maybe I forgot to favorite it. I probably did. It was a Cal Ripken Jr. 1982 tops traded PSA 10. They go for around four grand. I don't think I favorited it, but you heard me. <laughs> would, you, would you rather have the Cal Ripken Jr. PSA 10 rookie or a Trey Turner one of one Super Factor rookie auto? I mean, once we're getting into like the 80s, I, I would rather have the, the Trey Turner Super Factor auto. I got to agree with you here. Anything like the Ricky Henderson was so like off center that if you get a super high grade, like, yeah, it's really cool. But like these other ones from the eighties, they don't move me at all for like a, a vintage or like an older tops perspective. Um, not at all. Uh, Zip says, speaking of Red Sox, I just booked my table set at Fenway Park card show. Can't wait. Congrats to you, Zip's cards. Oh. And also we will be setting up at the American family field card show on July 2nd in milwaukee wisconsin so if you're in the chicago midwest area there will be a nice i think it's 70 to 80 table uh card show at american family field i'm uh, very excited about that and jim says Mag magnitude 9.8 9.0 earthquake soon to hit pacific northwest of vancouver region everyone stays safe up there somebody Including protect Nate. julio what you say i said somebody protect julio yeah who cares about slap sex nate protect julio <laughs> Well, that's a long way away from me. Uh, yeah, I, I figured it's pretty south, right? Spokane? No, it's it's north. Um, it's closer to the Canadian border than the Oregon border. Oh, but, really? Uh, yeah, but it's also like tw twenty minutes from Idaho. Oh, so you're quite east. Yeah. Oh, okay. 
I'm not great with the old. I've never. No, actually, I haven't been in Washington. That's a lie. But I was very young. So well, what are you uh, waiting for? <laughs> true, I know. I gotta come, come get to your place here at one point. Do a slap sex Sundays live from there. Let's go. Um, all right, maybe we got time for one more here. Just looking at my list and trying to figure out which one to uh, to pick out here. All right, we're gonna go with. I got going on sports. All right, so this Superman 1940 PSA 8, it's at $4,600, which is card. a lot. What do you say? So cool. It's such a cool card. Yeah, it's pretty cool. It's called Death Dive, which is... I don't uh, know what that means, but I like it. It's pretty morbid. Um, however, uh, this thing, Nate, I, this kind of shocks me. I'm not going to lie. So only a few sales of this grade has ever happened, a handful. In 2016, it sold for $750. Wow. Like That seems like a lot to me. Back in 2016, doesn't it? I guess we'd have to have, you know, other comps of cards that sold. In, like, what did a Giannis rookie, what did a Giannis silver PSA 10 sell for in 2016? Even though that's not really fair because he wasn't Giannis like he is today. Yeah, that that's not. Maybe fair, what did a Tom Brady refractor rookie sell for from Bowman? You know, Bowman Chrome. Yeah, good good idea. I'm curious. I'm gonna look. Uh, we'll go date. You hear that? I actually can hear that. Yeah, is that your thunder that you've been freaking yeah, out? About? Good stuff. <laughs> good stuff. Um. Oh, come on! I swear, I just said this. Because that that knowing what because Tom Brady was very well established, so knowing what Tom Brady sold for in 2016 would really Wait, help. Twelve hundred dollars at the end of 2015 versus 40k now. Yeah, so like quite a bit different. And now yeah, this card's over five k. Between then, what do you say? He won a lot of Super Bowls between he the end he of did fifteen and and today, but still he did. But the thing about this card here is that it's only sold like twice in the last five years. It sold once before in twenty twenty two, I think, here in PWCC for four k twenty sixteen for seven fifty. Now it's at over five k right now. Um, I was gonna ask you, Nate, would you rather have ten Stanley on card autos? From 2013 Panini Golden Age PSA nines or the Superman from 1940? 12. Make it no, make it like 14 or something like that. 14. So I gotta choose Marvel or DC. Is that essentially what you're asking me? I guess. Or 1940 vintage card or on card 12 Stanley autos. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh <laughs> I don't have an answer for that. I would be happy with either. <laughs> Uh, I like some rarity, so give me that. Give me that. Uh, that Superman there. Uh, that wraps up our vintage versus modern stuff. Like I said, you know, no shape or form close to experts in this stuff. Sports card therapist, I believe, does live streams on the vintage um, side of PWCC's auction. So feel free to go check that out uh, if you want to learn more about vintage in an in-depth perspective. This was just a fun way to talk about some comparisons and see what it take really to get Nate take a vintage. And also, I did favor this one. We didn't get to talk about. Is this card sick from Fifty Three Bowman? I've never seen it. The Pee Wee Pee Wee Reese. That's really cool. I love yeah. the I love the uh, like the heritage action shot right there. Yeah, it's awesome. Very 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 cool. Uh, there is crazy a, me. There is a ton of Demonte Adams like in person signed cards in this auction, including this Kaboom with silver ink. That's which terrible was... looking. What? That's terrible looking. Does it like blend? It. it blends into like the Kaboom itself. Yeah. <laughs> Um, I would assign that with electric green if it were me or electric yellow. But that's just me. 
And then also, I don't know if you saw this one, Nate. This is a triple patch auto of uh, Bogarts, Devers, and J.D. Martinez. Have you seen these patches on this? Like, one says July. I'm not really sure where that's from. One says LV. The other one is clearly a World Series Champions patch. And those are all, like, tag patches? Like, should be one-on-one patches? Yeah, but it's out of three. So I know that out of threes generally have some nice patches like that one uh, Ken Griffey Jr. Trout and Hank Aaron we looked at. But yeah, it's pretty cool. Imagine being a Red Sox fan, buying that and only having Rafael Devers left. Wait a second. This is called the Touch Them All Player Autograph Relic. Does that mean that it's bases? Oh. That's very cool. That's interesting. Considering the middle one looks like it's a, it's got like infield dirt on it. <laughs> Although a jersey could also look like that too. Pretty cool. To be fair. I love this Ronaldo patch so much. It's seven out of seven jersey number acetate from 2017 Immaculate. It's an amazing card. Fernando Alonso. Uh Ronaldo? Yeah. I he's assume scoring. he's killing it, but yeah, he's scoring a bunch of goals over in Saudi Arabia. However, um he did get his or I think he the coach got fired because they didn't get along or something like that. <laughs> <laughs> oh i uh nate i want to share something because i i favor this card I, I don't really plan buying it right now but it's a cool card however this guy uh apology if i just pronounced his name wrong andre uh sveshnikov of the hurricanes so he was one he's one of their top young players 23 years old he's been injured for i think a little bit now missing the entire playoffs which is a bummer however you always say buy when guys are hurt if you believe in their, you know, their abilities and such like that. I found a 2018 platinum, the same set, gold seismic on card rookie auto number 25, 9510 for like the same price as a raw did, um, like before he got hurt. But it, it seemed like a pretty dang good deal. And uh, I'm just saying I, I, I made a play based on uh, listening to you saying to, to snag some cards when they're hurt. So there you I go. I like it. You know what else we should do? Snag when their players are down, a.k.a. That's Jackson Churio. And uh, Wander Franco like we did. Yeah. Did you see this? Is that Prince? Is that my yeah. boy Prince? Oh, did you buy it? Uh, it's still going right now. It's How at $50. It? Can you believe it's at 58 for a PSA 5? I mean, it's just cool. I know. It's super cool. You're either uh, getting the E or the F of Fielder. Or maybe the E of Prince. Yeah, I was going to say the Milwaukee Lairs wouldn't look like that. Well, it's definitely not Prince. I mean. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm an idiot. <laughs> Pulled on me there. Um, fix some of that. Say random stuff like that. Uh, Alexandre says he also didn't score for about three to four games in a row. Don't forget to mention that about Cristiano Ronaldo. There you go. Thank you for uh, the refresher there. He should have just gone to Wrexham, man. That really saved his career. Could you imagine that? That'd be crazy. That would be. He should go to Wrexham next. Oh, wait. He signed a gigantic deal. Never mind. Okay. Yeah, that's, yeah, not, that's not happening. Uh, for everyone who is uh, watching right now, please let us know what sport is your favorite sport. Throw a comment down. Which sport is your favorite sport? And we will try to uh, grab a card for giveaway that matches as many answers as, uh, I guess, is provided. Or the most Field hockey. What do you say? Field hockey? Field hockey. Wow, that'll be a tough one to find. Did you favor this? I favor what? Bruce R. Granero Super Fighter? No. Is he done? Is he toasted? Bruce Star. 
No, Bruce Star's not done. So you're telling me we should go after this? Why not? Fun stuff. Uh, uh, currently, currently chilling with a 3.12 ERA with the Dodgers in eight innings. Yeah, he's a relief Three, pitcher, right? 3.26 ERA in 49 innings last year. I mean, yeah, he's just a relief pitcher, but it's fun. It is fun. I like it. Gonna have to chase that thing. Um. You think the Wolves are going to get swept tonight? Oh, yeah. They're down by three right now. Oh, yeah. No, actually, it's tied. Towns has not been – oh, he's having a good game tonight, finally. He has not been doing well. You know he what happened is I gave some complimentary words to Towns for the first time in my life like a month ago. Yeah. And uh, I regret everything. <gasps> oh, dude, did you see this? Is that our boy Yelly? It's the orange dude. This isn't the orange. I don't think this is the orange. This isn't the one that I had. But still, man, I love this card. He's been hey, he got a double, I think, yesterday, right? For an RBI. Um, he's actually yeah, he's been he's been picking it up just a bit. Uh in the uh let's see. My baseball app on my phone actually gives up to date OPSs, unlike uh other websites. ESPN um, is terrible. What? ESPN is awful, dude. Their box scores on the computer, I can't even understand. Oh, ESPN is the worst. Never go to – if you don't have the baseball scores, basketball scores, and football scores apps on your phone, you should download those right now. Is this like with the S, the blue with the S? Um, It looks – here, let me see if I can – it looks like that red circle. Oh, I've just never called, seen that before in my life. It's called baseball scores. You click on that, and it just brings up – all of the scores for every game, every day, you can just go through, you can click on it. You can look at box scores. It's super quick. Does it, can, does it update in real time? Yeah. Like their like season can, averages. Like you can follow along. You can follow along while the game is going and, and the season averages like, so we're on Dodgers Cubs and you can look up Mookie bats, Mookie bats after today's two hits, one home run, one double, one walk is hitting 269 with the 387 on base and 474 slugging. That's nuts because I've had a lot of problems with writing with the newsletter, Nate, with like, you know, how, what is Boba Shed's OPS after like this game today? Yeah. So, and now I do think baseball reference does that now, or maybe fan graphs. I think actually it might be fan graphs does it where it updates it and it do- updates their WRC plus uh, during the game. But that's cool. Um, it is, is super handy and they have it for basketball and football as well. It's way better than ever checking ESPN. Cause you know how slow ESPN is, dude. ESPN's box scores for baseball do not even work on the desktop or computer platform. Yeah. Like it doesn't show them. It's like all jacked up. It's all glitchy. Yeah, it's brutal. It's terrible. Wait a second. I swear that I dropped a bit on that. Oh, it's still going. Never mind. Um, I gotta review these. Uh and also everyone, as you win cards, please let us know what you get. Uh, Sean just got a 2016 Upper Deck the Cup box. That's a massive box considering that's like Austin Matthews' rookie year. Um, Sub Tech, whoever else I'm forgetting for sure. Kachuk's rookie year, Matthew Kachuk. Pickleball, basketball, lacrosse, Pokemon, foosball, checkers, chess, football, tennis, football, UFC, hockey, baseball, hockey, water polo, <laughs> um, hockey, UFC, bowling, baseball, basketball. Wow, there's not really a lot of consistency there at all. Yeah. I think um, I've seen 
not people comment baseball. I just have to buy his Hank Aaron to, to give away. Yeah, might as well. <laughs> just kidding. Tech Tech the other day just ate next to not with but next to Mark Few, and he got to ask him why he's a trash head coach compared to Bill Self, an excellent head coach. Jeez, yeah, don't hold back, my guy. <laughs> just messing. Mark Few is a very good head coach, but I will say Gonzaga has been a little bit disappointing for the amount of talent they've been getting lately. You don't want to you don't want to turn into John Calipari here, where you get a ton of talent and you can only win if you have the most talent, and otherwise you're not a very good team you right here how crazy this is Woo! nate i sold my select silver 2013 green Giannis psa 10 for more than this at you know around the peak of the market wait you did what i sold a the same card but select silver psa 10 not numbered cool. for more than this dude you should have bought back in now <laughs> it's a sick card sick sick card I wonder what's wrong with it if it hasn't been graded yet. Well, supposedly the PWCC rep, uh, his name is uh, Nick. He used to go by the Wharf Sports Cards. He said that it's one of his clients who was going to regrade it. It was a PSA 9, but then decided to sell it raw to help pay for a card that popped up a grail that you want to bid on. So I guess it's at least mint conditioned from what he's saying. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, interesting. Uh, it looks, looks like a sick card, that green. That green at the green is marvelous i have to say classic gary sheffield did not want to be a brewer just like oakland did not want to play in oakland yeah man what's going on with all this stuff haven't they just been tanking their team just to try to get it to move yep traded i mean they traded away everything and didn't sign anybody supposedly the city's like really mad about it, right they should be they didn't feel the they didn't they purposely didn't feel the a competent organization that's crazy to me uh, I saw I saw the combination of Matt Olson, Matt Chapman, Sean Murphy, and Marcus Simeon, who have all been on their the A's together in the last like three years or whatever. Um, that group of players combined OPS is like nine eighty two or something with twenty home runs, and the entire A's organization or roster has had nineteen home runs and like a six eighty OPS on the year. Something absurdly atrocious. I mean, they're like four and eighteen, aren't they? Yeah, they're really bad. Are they gonna have the most losses of all time? Uh, if A's ownership got their way, I think they would like that. That's crazy, man. And there's a lottery now, though, in baseball, right? Yes. Yeah. Uh, yeah, you're not guaranteed number one pick. So this is really just to move out of the city and and not have any fans show up to where they pretty much are gonna be forced to. What? basically they're just doing this literally just to get the team to move. Yeah. And then they're going to invest hard into it with all the new revenue. Yeah. It's like, it's like major league or like Ted Lasso when they're trying to tank the team in the first season, but it will actually work, man. Crazy. Ooh, sports car professor. Nate will be pleased. Panini releases monopoly prism NBA blaster boxes in one day in 14 hours. So what are the boxes Man, of Monopoly you, cards right now? Hey, did you see? Did you see the post from today about that Mr. Monopoly card listed $94,444? Don't get me wrong. I like the card. It it looks sick I if it was like a hundred bucks. But yeah. Like if maybe if it's super rare, a little bit longer more than that, but yeah. Oh, Max Scherzer, dude. Have you read up on that? Have you understood that situation? Uh, uh, well, 
So, you know the Foul Territory episode I appeared on, Max Scherzer appeared on, right? Is that crazy? The one right before you? It was right before me, which is an absurd, an absurd thing. But also, Max Scherzer was specifically in that episode talking about sticky substances and everything. Yeah. Why in the why would he go out the day after talking about that on a show for like 45 minutes? Why would he go out and then use illegal substances? Yeah, you have to be nuts, right? You would have to be as dumb as it gets, and Max Scherzer is not as dumb as it gets. So are you saying that they're uh they're messing with him? Well, it's also the same guy, uh Phil Cousy, Phil Cousy, what's his, uh, I can't remember the umpire's name, Ed Cousy. Um, it's the same umpire that has kicked out every pitcher that has gotten hit with sticky substances. Three pitchers have been kicked out for this. Really? Since they started checking, and it's all been the same umpire. That's pretty crazy. Yeah, it's it's stupid. Uh, and And I guess, you know, they're trying to crack down on how much rosin and spit you're using because it gets more tacky. Um, but just dumb. Like just te- dumb. technically it's not like he used illegal substance. It's like you can, it's like, it's like uh, caffeine is very much legal, but if you use too much of it, you will die. Right. Yeah. Uh, I feel like this is kind of a similar situation, I guess. I suppose so. All I know is, ideally, if I'm the umpire, I would look the other way because these fans paid to see Max Scherzer pitching a game, not to see the ump kick him out. It's ump show, bro. It's just like in the NBA when there's ref shows. They're trying to take the spotlight. Yep. Um, Nate, we got some wins here. I think you might need to scroll back. And, there was uh, a huge long list of wins by Chris. 2020 Dominguez base BGS nine five 2019 uh, not Jace but Josh Jung out of seventy five BGS nine five a Beatty out of one fifty BGS nine five would be nice as a non Mets fan but seeing Mets fans on Twitter complain um, Buck Showalter apparently has this fa- fascination with not playing Beatty or Alvarez in the starting lineup why I don't know uh, but it'd be nice if they played him. Another Beatty and uh, Ryan Dokon uh, out of 299 PSA 10. So some nice uh, pickups on the uh, Bowman front. Cardiac got a 2018 update goal with Tani rookie. Varding got the update diamond anniversary. Brandon Crawford rookie PSA 10 as well. Congrats, you boys. Um, all Ooh. right. What? That's a, this is a good question. Would you rather have Nathan McKinnon, who you know we both like, me because of the name, you because we made money off of him last year. And I think he's sick. The cup rookie auto and cash. Is he healthy? Because I know he's been dealing with He is. He just scored two goals to win yesterday's game. He's avalanche against Kraken? Yep. Okay. Uh, Or Kyle Tucker, Red Bowman, Chrome auto. The Bowman Chrome auto is like two times as much. Um I'm taking the McKinnon personally and the money, but also I'd rather have the just McKinnon as more of a hockey fan, I guess, than an Astros fan. But you tell me, Nate. It's tough because, I don't know, I mean, Kyle Tucker is an insanely good baseball player. Bowman Reds are insanely nice. 
But don't focus on if you had three thousand dollars extra you would have to pick a bowman chrome water or something else to fit in that budget you can't just like have that money just to go and buy taco bell for the rest of your life oh you well you couldn't afford taco bell for the rest of your life at these prices nowadays six dollars for a country app supreme you kidding me <laughs> i am actually I'm, I'm i'm gonna admit it right here right now nathan rodeball salty with taco bell taco bell used to be amazing because they were cheap and it was you know decent fast decent fast food where like i enjoyed the taste even if you weren't sure what you were eating um <laughs> yeah you put nacho cheese on anything it's gonna be amazing once you start jacking up the price of taco bell taco bell loses its allure very quickly <laughs> well here's the deal i used to like taco bell when they had the beefy frito burrito for one dollar that was the best one dollar menu item i've ever seen in my life the beefy frito burrito I hear they're bringing it back at like four times the price or something. <laughs> Probably. Also, Jim says, what are you talking about? I'm just reporting what I saw on Twitter. I follow random people on Twitter. Some are Mets fans. And there was a lot of complaining earlier this week about Buck Showalter not starting Brett Beatty or Alvarez. Maybe Buck Showalter uh, listened to all the haters and uh, started to start him now. Yeah. So, uh, Nate, I'm going to ask you about something here, NFL draft related in a second, because that's coming up this week. I'm First so of all, excited. I love NFL draft related. Draft. What's going on here with the Packers and their and their Rogers situation? So apparently, they restarted conversations today with the Jets. Um, I expect it to go nowhere. I do find it funny how you have Jets fans. I will say this as a petty Packers fan, and I'm about to be very petty. You see Jets fans all the time like, oh, Joe Douglas, amazing, so good. Oh, he's going to either get us Aaron Rodgers at a cheaper price or we're just going to trade for him afterwards and keep all of our picks. It's like, dude, if Joe Douglas was good at his job, why is his record terrible in the last four years since he's been GM? And why is he having to trade for a 39-year-old QB after drafting Zach Wilson second? (laughs) All right. It's like any any GM just sitting in that chair could do what's happening right now. Yeah. It's like Jets fans, I, I understand the excitement at trying to get Aaron Rodgers. I get that, especially they have a decent roster otherwise. But let's not let's pretend like Joe Douglas has been an amazing GM. I mean, he chose Sauce Gardner with the third pick. That's not incredible or anything. You were bad enough to have the third pick. Um, Matt Murray says <laughs> Jim Baker's on that uh, amazing draft flash draft. Although, how you know Garrett Wilson, Brees Hall, I mean, it's a lot of really. It good was a, it was a good draft, but it it it's still it's like they're a bad team, and he had a terrible pick in Zach Wilson. Matt Murray, NFL draft related: buy Panthers, Texans, and Colts wide receivers before the draft. Yes, all of them will be drafting a QB, and specifically, I'm glad you brought that up because CJ Stroud. His Super Fractor Variation Auto out of the new Bowman and Chrome University set for this year is actually auctioning off right now here on PWCC Weekly Auction. Nate, does he get picked number one overall? I saw someone say – No. I saw someone say the updated betting odds for number one overall pick is Bryce Young at minus 1,200. I thought all the experts were saying Stroud was going to go number one now. So there's an S2 cognition test. Is that the one that he placed like higher than everyone, including Mahomes on or something like that? So Bryce Young got a 98% on the S2 cognition test. CJ Stroud got an 18%. 18? One of the lowest scores ever. 
So that's what's really flipped the script now. So now, so now people are having to decide between like a lot of guys who do well in this test do well in the NFL. Um, and now they're going to have to be like, all right, he did well in college. He did well against good competition in the big 10 and against Georgia's defense. Do we care? And I think that is going to cause teams at the top of the draft to be like, I don't think we can draft him, but I do think a team in the middle, you know, a middle first round team, like maybe the jets could be like, uh, we'll take him." Wait, you're telling me he's not going to go top two anymore. I don't think so. Dude. 18%. This isn't like a 40% or a 50% to put it in perspective. Bryce young, 98, Jake Hayner, 96, Will Levis, 93, Jaron hall, 93, Clayton tune, 84, Anthony Richardson, 79, Hendon hooker, 46. CJ Stroud, 18. What about Richardson? Anthony Richardson, 79. Oh, that's good. Yeah. Wait, that's crazy. Okay, so I heard all of the stuff about Bryce Young testing like super, super high. You, you telling me, not, I'm not a religious NFL like uh, news follower, just to make it clear. You telling me that, that's the first time I've ever heard of him scoring that low because I just was so shocked that he's minus 1,200, Young to go number one overall. Now Sean says he's minus 2,000. Like that literally is like a guarantee at, at this point from a betting odds perspective. But also on, on the CJ Stroud thing, the dude played really well against a very good Georgia defense. So it's like, I don't know what to make of the stupid test thing, but uh, it is shockingly, shockingly low. I just Googled his name and like within the last day, it's all these different news articles about how bad his test card was. Now, now, Jim says the test is racially biased, except that the guy who put the top score in, uh, Bryce Young, <laughs> at 98%. Yeah. So, either I way, like I mean, it, like, I mean, which one is it? T T Tony said, didn't the same thing happen to Vince Young? He tested poorly on a similar test. Now, I got to say. And then Vince I, Young did not have a great career. So, that doesn't surprise me. I don't know if you read this, Nate, about him going broke. Did you hear about that? He no. used to um, order like $15,000 with a cheesecake factory a week or something like that. I mean, I've never had cheesecake factory, but I hear it's awesome. <laughs> 15K a week. And then there was one other thing that he spent money on. I don't remember what it was. That was like so ridiculous. How much that. food do you have to be eating? <laughs> you got to be feeding a whole like group of people. At that point. <laughs> Uh, Will Levis is favored to go second now, and then uh, Tyree Wilson or Will Anderson after that. Jordan, Nate, there's Cheesecake Factory's at Mayfair Mall. You've never had Cheesecake Factory? No, I've never had Cheesecake Factory. I had it like a couple times when I was younger, not anywhere in a long time. <laughs> Nick Nack says Cheesecake Factory ain't even good enough to spend 15K on. Well, I don't know if anything's good enough to spend 15K on, but. Oh, uh, have man. you had John's Bleaker? Dude, that's with you. Yeah. I'd spend 15K on that. <laughs> true. <laughs> true, true. I'd be eating uh, pizza every day. And uh, the card act, last win of the night, 1961, Golden Press, SGC5, Joe DiMaggio. Nice pickup, the card addict. Appreciate you being here. Uh, wow, that's some breaking news, sir. That is breaking <laughs> news. Nate, never... <laughs> is Cheesecake Factory better than Culver's? That's like comparing like a PSA 10 Jordan. To, don't, like, even, uh... don't even ask Aaron because Aaron doesn't quite literally does not eat the best thing at Culver's the burgers okay i have had a burger before at culver's we gotta stop with this narrative that i've never eaten one or something i'm like i have not witnessed it 
I'm pretty sure I've had one with you there. Dude, uh, I can't even eat beef, and I will eat a Culver's burger with you just to watch you eat a Culver's burger. Okay, we'll do it next time we're together. Um, Jordan, Aaron, how was the food in Toronto? Uh, food in Toronto, bro, there's this Italian place there. So good. So good. They got this these amazing pastas. Um, and then also I ate Tim, Tim Hortons three different times um, within two days. <laughs> uh, did you get the packs? Those just I did. What do you say? Tim Hortons upper deck pack. Yeah, it was out. like a it was like a legacy uh, legacy edition. It was pretty cool. Uh, cards look beautiful. We did get the packs. Jim says, "What does Aaron eat at Culver's?" Well, I have to say, I boycotted them for a while because they didn't have it in stock, and now they finally brought them back. Back. I eat the buffalo chicken tenders with ranch dipping sauce. Have you have you had them since they came back? I did. I have them uh, once or twice, maybe, but they also are just as good as they used to be, and. Also, I know, hey, I know many people that will buy the Buffalo chicken tenders specifically over anything else at Culver's. So I'm not dude, the only crazy. Dude, you know what you should do? What? Get, get yourself a burger, get yourself some Buffalo chicken tenders, slap those tendies right on the burger, eat that. That would probably be so good. Dude, that'd be really good. And I think that I'd probably die later that night in the toilet. That's okay. That would be worth it. <laughs> will be worth it nick next says what was your tim's order okay so first off i had the uh the bacon farmer's wrap that thing was amazing it was bacon hash brown egg chipotle sauce wrapped up and toasted so good uh had a coffee each time of course caramel toffee once or twice roasted hazelnut a different time and then i also had the chipotle steak wrap really good and then i had the sausage and bacon wrap the next morning so yeah it was a lot of wraps it's good though Easy, the thing was like easy to eat on the road. Well, walking back and forth between the convention center mostly. Yeah. <laughs> They're really good. Uh all right, we got some uh we got how much time we We got 7 minutes left until this uh we get to the 1 minute windows here. So, I do have to say we did get the giveaway for the night and we are going to force everyone to enjoy a Giannis card uh tonight. Uh we will force you to get it because this is going to bring the Bucks the good mojo tomorrow night. When we play the Heat, hopefully Giannis comes back. Hopefully someone wins this card here and is excited about it. Giannis coming back. Did get a draw, uh, Felix, PSA 10. Uh, he's on Chelsea. I just like his cards a lot, even though he might not be here. They just seem like a nice little price, and maybe he ends up on like Manchester United and actually plays well because no one plays well at Chelsea. So I feel like either way, can't really hurt. Hey, uh, Tom says we have subs like that here in West New York, I assume, called the Stinger Steak Sub with Chicken Fingers. Have you ever had a – a like chopped up chicken finger sub. Um, yes, I have. It was actually in France, dude. It was really good. Yeah, they're really good. Yeah, I you just top up some chicken fingers, put it on a sub. <laughs> what they did was they put it on a sub with some cheese and then a little bit of sauce on it, and then they pressed it in like almost like a panini press, so it was like really warm with melty cheese. It was really good. It was almost like a cordon bleu chicken finger type of sandwich. It was really good though. I liked it a lot. Uh, there's some massive rookie patch autos ending uh, tonight. Actually, there's a Herbert right here. There's a Burrow, and there's a Stars and Stripes. Trevor Lawrence. Uh, never mind. All those items now. Just so I was like, what's going on there? Uh, we got 2013. And also, Nate, maybe this is a topic of discussion that we brought up every now and then. How much stock do you put into the first prospect year for players when you're looking at different sets? Like a Sterling, like a Heritage, like a... I used to not. Um, as somebody who was firmly Bowman Chrome, I was like, well, I don't care about these other cards. 
But now that I'm like looking at Jackson Churios because I don't want to spend like 300 bucks on a base auto Jackson Churio when there there's a ton of them and and the colors are just super expensive and Wesley car- collects cards I was specifically thinking of Publix when I was talking about the chicken tender sub. Um uh now that you know guys like Jackson Churio the cards are just super expensive I'm putting a little bit more stock into it. Where it's like, all right, there's going to be people that just don't want to or can't afford the Bowman Chrome prices of some of these top guys coming out. But you can afford $100 for Bowman Heritage autos. I mean, the last blue out of 99, yeah, 175 bucks. In fact, I was bidding on that, actually. Um, <laughs> Weenie, you lost it? Yeah, I lost it. I've been I've lost every single card. I've been bidding on a lot of cards lately, and I've won none of them. I'm I'm in a little bit of a funk, um, but I do I do put a little bit more stock into it, especially when you see stuff like this, where it's like, all right, we have we have a baseline of what cards can do for guys um, from secondary and third dairy sets uh, that aren't Bowman. So, you know, I'm looking at these prices like. Okay, you said baseball is like three hundred. You can probably get like a you know PSA nine, SGC nine five for somewhere around you know five hundred, or no, not even maybe less than that. But you can get the orange auto from Bowman Heritage out of twenty five for five sixty. I was bidding on that as well. I went up to five fifteen and then I bowed out. You lost, dude. Yeah, I, I lost. The one before that sold buying out at eight hundred. I know. I, I I was a wimp. I was a wimp. I deserve. I deserve. I feel this like I, you just kind of exposed yourself there. Not gonna lie. Yeah. <laughs> it's also one of those things where, like, I would be lying if I told you that Jackson Churio's strikeouts don't concern me, and I'd be lying if I told you that I wasn't a little bit worried about him turning into. I still don't want to trade him for three months of Otani. But I'd be lying if I told you I wasn't a little bit worried about him becoming like the next Mark, next Marco Luciano. Still a decent prospect, but was once way, way higher sought after and thought of. Marco never made that like top five list though, right? Or did he? Um, let me look it up real quick. I can't see his fan graphs uh, because, you know, baseball reference and fan graphs are competitors. So they'll never put fan graphs rankings on there, but they put everyone else's. Wait, um, he made it up to number 12, Baseball America, number 13 by MLB. And number eight by Baseball Prospectus. What are you looking at right now? Uh, baseball Reference minor league page has all of their uh, prospect rankings on it. For like, if you look up Marco Luciano and then his minor league, not his. Oh. You can't go to the overview, but you go to his minor league stats page. I never uh, knew you that. Can, you can find all the prospect rankings. Um, they just won't show fan graphs, and again, because they're comp- competitors. Yeah, for statistical per- or statistic purposes. Yeah. Uh, that's wild. I never knew that that was a thing, but uh, that's cool. Not the competitor, the 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 ranking thing. No. So you said he made it up to twelve or something? Sorry. So he made it up to twelve on Baseball America, thirteen on MLB Pipeline, and eight on Baseball Prospectus. Got it. So not as high as Churio, obviously. Mm-hmm. But we're also talking about a guy who went from twelve to seventeen to thirty-seven on Baseball America. 13 to 22 on MLB pipeline and nine to 18 on uh, baseball prospectus. And like, it's still a good prospect, but when we're talking like close to a top 10 prospect to now top 20, that's a big difference in, in like 
sought after, especially if it's a drop down to that level, not a rise. Right. All right, everyone. We are now 20 seconds away from the one minute windows firing up here. There's a Spencer Torkelson, orange galactic refractor. Nate, is he turning it around this year or no? <clears throat> I have not looked at his stats in a while. Uh, they did win a couple games against the Guardians, and they've looked better. Spencer Torkelson is not, though. He He's is not currently anymore? chilling at a 608 OPS, which, to be fair, is four points higher than last year. So if you consider turning it around, going from a 604 to a 608, he has turned it around. I mean, it's an improvement. It's an improvement. <laughs> oh, Nate. Remember when we were talking about this set? I didn't know it ever released. Wait, the Avatar set released? There's the Avatar set. No, I was going to rip it. I had no idea. Wait, well, now we have you in on that? Because I kind of hate that card. <laughs> you don't like that it's super animated? Like, why didn't they just make it look like the characters from the show? Well, remember, this could be one card of like a ton. And it could just be one. Dude, we need to get some boxes, dude. Yeah, no, I'll have to look in it after this. Okay. Let's see here. Oh, there's two of the same ones. I, I wouldn't know if there's different ones or not yet. Yeah, refresh this page. See how many cards are left. Any more wins tonight, everyone? Throw them into the chat. We'll read them off. Appreciate y'all hanging out tonight. Mark says he loves Bowman's best. Oh, I was on card and lots of room for a good signature. Um, a lot of Bowman's best sets do look really nice, and they have, like, you know, the first-year prospects in them as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so that's the type of stuff that I'm really turning around on. Yeah. Um, I don't know what's going on here. Especially especially when you're getting like 20,000 base autos from these guys now. <laughs> you think it's that many? Uh, okay, I don't think it's that many, but I wouldn't be shocked if it's 3,000. I mean, it, it's no different than like as... Now they're signed, so a little different. But you know how silvers started to get printed more and more and more and more and more. It's like, well, what do we look for other than silvers then? Yep. A similar thing, not the same. Obviously, Bowman Chrome first auto is always gonna have the bigger prestige there, I think. And they're not, you know, you can't just like you can pretty much print unlimited silvers. You can't you can do like as many base autos as you want, but it's just less feasible. Yeah. When the people are signing, you gotta pay. Oh. You gotta pay the prospects every time they sign a card. Exactly, that's my point. And then also, how many prospects are gonna want to sign a hundred thousand autos? You know. Hey, do we know what the Jared Kelnick is going for? The red. He probably already ended, but I can go check. Just because TB Incognito brought up Kelnick, and I am interested. In, uh, is is he still crushing it? He just hit a home run today, I believe. Let's see here. He didn't hit against the Brewers, but you know. That'll happen. Yeah, I'm glad about that. Man, I really wish our pitching staff would just have full health. But let's see. All right, 3,840 on the red auto off 5 PSA oh, wow. 10 rookie year. That's big. That went up a lot. I think that and was like 700 yesterday. The non-auto first Bowman, which looks really good. I know he's not on the Mets anymore, but that looks like a sick card right there. So for 750. Pretty good. Uh, Tom's been scooping up Jamar Chase numbered rookies pretty cheap. Uh, nothing crazy, but uh, yeah, I mean, a lot of times you can grab football if it dips a lot after the season and see, you know, heading into the season, a lot of them start trending up. Obviously, it's not everything, but it just depends on what and who. 
Nate, we never really rounded out the discussion because we jumped so fast into the whole Bryce Young and CJ Stroud thing. Mm-hmm. What do you think will happen with the Packers, and what do you want to happen to the Packers? I mean, selfishly, I would like the number 13 pick in the draft. Yeah, we know that that's not happening, but we both would like that. That's not going to happen. So then you have to move on. Um, would I then ideally like two second round picks, you know, 42 and 43, which I also don't think is going to happen. Yeah, I would like that. Um, realistically, if it's not going to be two, the two second round picks, I'd rather not trade them right now, wait till after the draft, and then just open it up and move them to like the 49ers, um, a team like that that could that could destroy it for a for a year with Rodgers while Brock Purdy gets healthy and then watch Jets fans cry. Why can't it happen now for the Niners? Um I think it's I think there's problems with like post June first salary cap implications and stuff. But I don't don't quote me on that. I'm not a I'm not a NFL contract genius by any stretch of the imagination. Got it. But I think I think it does I did think it does have to do with something like that. Eric says he hears in New York they're talking about first and fourth next year draft for Rodgers. The problem is, is if we take the first for next year, and, and they, they do well, yeah. I mean, while it's still a nice pick, it's still better than forty-two this year. It is. I don't know, Nate. I wouldn't be opposed to doing it for next year. I mean, I know that we'd ideally b- boost our team a bit for this year, but like, no matter what, there's gonna be growing pains this year if you have those the first round pick this year or not. I mean, don't... how much how much does it cost to move up from forty-second or forty-third to twenty-eighth? So the real reason why I want this year's capital, though, is, man, I want Jackson, Smith, uh, and Jigba so badly. Yeah. Well, we could still get him with 15th. If we have to trade up, we just let we just draft one of those tight ends that falls to us. You want – okay, that's my next question. What happens if you draft a tight end? Are you going to be happy? Oh, we got to pick a card. If they're we'll a pass-catching tight end, we don't have one of those. I know we don't, but, like, I feel like – Dude, a we... young quarterback like – young quarterback like Jordan Love, security blanket – big good pass catching tight end that All sounds right. like a dream yeah i know but i just feel like that i know it's not exciting more... but you know what would be less exciting is if Taking they draft it. an offensive lineman to like replace bakhtiari or something yeah but that also wouldn't be bad for a young quarterback all right nate we really gotta pick a card here or something like that okay i'm, I'm gonna take I'm... the mike bossy or bosey bossy okay scroll down that's not even a game that's a playstation game <laughs> give me a card yeah, a bunch of random Pokemons down here and some coins. Uh, is this all the options? Yeah. Okay, I'm going to take that V. Schwartz card, I guess. <laughs> okay. Uh, Miss Kobayashi Dragon Maid. There you go. Good I luck, don't even Dave. know what that is. <laughs> I don't either. <laughs> this is all there is? Yeah, it went down quite quick. I mean, there's a couple <laughs> of cards up here at top. Wayne Gretzky, BGS10. Two hockey cards in here. Uh, two Gory Howe right there blaster box from 2003 tops there's a lot of really weird things in here dude yeah dude buy that blaster box <laughs> no <laughs> don't be a coward 600 bucks for a blaster box see that's the dream i buy a blaster box today i hold on to it for 20 years i sell it for 600 you know it's funny that would be that'd be good. i would never uh, hold on to that for 20 years you know i'd hold on to it for like three months and rip it three months more like three seconds that's true um what's funny is I, you know i i know we got trade rogers and such like that and i guess we don't have to but we we really do i mean um, we could be stubborn and just eat the money and not play him 
you know, which would be ridiculous. Uh, my the thing is, is the Jets, dude, like they have no option. Like they could draft some other young quarterback at thirteen if they really wanted to. Where's that going to get them having Zach Wilson next to like a another young QB? It's just going to create so many issues, I think. And like they were garbage last. They made the playoffs last year with you know going between three different quarterbacks. I don't know why they don't. Oh, my card. Somebody somebody else said this earlier, but it's like neither team has leverage. Yeah, seriously, both, you know, both the Jets. Teams... The Jets have either they're going to waste this young, talented roster um, with Zach Wilson or some other like really crappy QB. And as for the Packers, they gave Rodgers way too big of a contract. Teams don't want to take it on. Uh, and they're either going to have to trade him or eat that money and play Jordan Love or eat that money and play Aaron Rodgers and trade. You know, it's it's just yeah. it's a terrible situation for both teams. It really is. Um, which means that they should just give us a 13th overall pick and call of the day. Yeah. So, <laughs> For everyone wondering why the heck are people putting in number ones in the chat, if you're new here, please put a number one in the chat. We'll leave it open until 10, 10 p.m. Central Time. That's for the honest giveaway. That'll get you eligible to win the honest card, and then we'll transfer it to you for free uh, so that you can have that card in the giveaway. So that will enter you if you put a number one in the chat. Nate and I are both out. This was not very exciting. Last week, I think I won, and it was extremely exciting. Oh, I remember that. I, I, I won one versus three last yeah, week. Yeah, I forgot about that. Yeah, I dominated. That was the start of a terrible sports week for me so thank you <laughs> you're welcome uh, so nate what happens uh packers money implications of rogers retires i i think i think we still have a absolutely gigantic cap hit but for one season then and we're kind of out of for the next or whatever yeah i'm not i i <laughs> i don't know i know we'll have a huge cap hit i don't know what happens though i see Well, uh, since we're out, should we just run the giveaway? Well, we're waiting one more minute. Okay. I said 10, 10 central time. Oh, I'm good at listening. I'll start getting all set up. Yeah, there's uh, only a few cards left. And the problem for the Packers is if they do eat Aaron Rodgers' cap or he retires, like – Okay, so you get the cap off, and then you you have that money for next year. But then you have to give Jordan Love the, you know, the fifth year option, which is going to be twenty one or twenty two or twenty three million dollars, which is a lot of money. And so, like, you're paying your quarterback a ton of money. He's not cheap. So you really do kind of want those picks to be able to get cheap guys to get cheap talent on the roster. Uh, we'll see how it. We'll see what happens. We will. You guys personally start scoping out the next week's PWCC auction. Well, Zips, uh, you know, they leave the flash auctions open until um, Thursday or Wednesday, Wednesday night of like the week that auctions close. I don't start reviewing the auction really until all the flash, flash auction pieces are in there. Generally Thursday at the earliest, sometimes like yesterday for me when I'm traveling uh, with, with the Toronto show. But yeah, really, once all those flash auction items are in, just because there's so much more that will be added, then you kind of would have to, re- you know, review it multiple times. Yep. Mm. I'm trying to sign into my account for Google here to 
forget all these names. What's going on here? Not Oregon. There we go. No, I got it. I got it. Oregon. There's still a few things left, and they all Pokemon. Um, trying to grab all the names here. Don't run the giveaway. Cool, cool. Uh, Tom says, surprise, OBJ went to Baltimore. I am. Um, they're not a passing organization, and it seems like you'd want to go to a passing organization if you're a guy like OBJ trying to build your value back up again. But I suppose they gave him the most money, and he just was like, I'll take one big payday instead of risking it for another team and getting a, you know. But uh, I am shocked by that for sure. And D-Hop going to Buffalo or Kansas City? No idea. All right, I got all the names. Here we go. Good luck, everyone. Three times on randomization for the honest impeccable. Number one wins it. One. I've still never picked this right. And you won't today. Two. All right, I'm taking in memory of tomorrow, please. All right, and I am going to take color match collect. TB, TB Incognito. I should have known to pick TB. TB, congratulations. Please email us info at slapsex.com. You know what to do. Hit your profile on the top right. Go down to uh, uh, preferences and send us your character string, uh, character key, very, very long uh, amount of characters. And you can send it to us and I'll transfer to you the Giannis Impeccable card. Congratulations. And also, thank you, everyone. Uh, Matt Murray, can you talk really talk? quickly about your opinions on the difference between on the different i don't know if they made an update that i missed maybe i missed something but otherwise it's just different subgrades and honestly in my opinion the subgrades switch so much when people regrade cards it means nothing to me so there you go there you go <laughs> uh i appreciate everyone for being here tonight it means a lot uh next week slab sex sunday same time 9 45 p.m eastern time tomorrow night slab sex live 6 p.m eastern time and uh we will see you all tomorrow night there nate thanks for joining and yep. uh, everyone have a good rest of your sunday night See you guys.